Support for today's episode comes from Dame Products. We've all been hearing about this rose, but I'm telling you, Dame has something better. The air creates thrilling pulses of air and a soft seal around your clitoris, so you can go all the way right away. The opening is much bigger and the material is more squishier than the rose. As a Boonie Breakdown listener, you can receive 10% off your purchase by using the code Boonie10. That's Boonie, all caps, 10. Details on how to purchase can be found in the show notes and on the BooniBreakdown.com. Hey, y'all, it's your girl, Boonie, and you're listening to the Boonie Breakdown podcast, your source for all things responsible and ratchet. All right, welcome to episode 202 of the Booty Breakdown podcast. This week, (laughs) our problematic fave is here this week. He did me another solid because the Rona is out here in these streets. And the guest that I was supposed to have for this week's episode has the Rona. (laughs) And we had to reschedule. So Brian hit me up like, Booty, we got to talk about Insecure. And so we do... I don't know, we talked about Insecure, but of course that morphed into something else. We each share our thoughts on some of the finale moments. We talk about, look, Brian is out here saying he's going to try to do better with the men folk and be the accountability partner for these single men out here for us. And so he also is directing his energy there. But, you know, he always has to say something to the ladies. And so... It is ratchet. It's funny. Stick around for the conversation. All right, let's hop into my pick of the week. First, before we get there, let me just say, Happy New Year. This is the first episode of 2022. That's some numerology there because it's episode 202, the first one of 2022. I don't know. Maybe we we need to play the numbers here. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) But my pick of the week this week is vision boards. If you know me, I do one every year. I think I used to share them publicly. I'm not sure if I did or not. Maybe when I used to blog, I think I did. This year, I did something different. Um, If you're a part of our Patreon gang, back in November, we had a session with episode, I think she's 185, but the episode we did on online dating with Tara Stidham on how to win online dating, she did a workshop with our Patreon gang and we did love vision boards, which I never really finished. I started it, but I didn't finish it. And so I sat down and finished my love vision board, but then I also did my general overall vision board about life, wishes, um, reach goals, all the stuff that you look forward to accomplishing. And so for me, I'm still somebody, even though these magazines these days, who they pamphlets, they don't got shit in them hardly. (laughs) But I was able to get quite a bit out of the magazines. And then what I didn't, I was able to print myself um, and fill in those gaps. And so I love having the visual board. I'm sitting here looking at it as I'm talking about it, but I love having the visual representation of the things that I want to manifest, the things I want to work towards, strive towards. So here's to all of us thriving in 2022. It also fucked the memes because I'm from Baltimore and I say, it, I don't say it funny. I'm saying 2022 right it's not 20 i don't even know what they mean like how do people from baltimore say it but fuck the shave room (laughs) housekeeping housekeeping come back later please housekeeping not now all right housekeeping feedback from episode 201 our favorite albums episode that we do every year with the homie kg so many of you so many of you said that hotels was also your favorite album of 2021 i'm also really shocked because this is the first time ever that kenny and i ever had the same album Like legit, we had the same number one album, some similar ones throughout the list. Someone wrote to me on Twitter and said, Boonie, I'm a fan of hers, but I agree with everything you both said about her catalog. And so I appreciate it in those tweets. <laughs> they did not say her name so that the beehive did not come after me but someone said y'all are right about her catalog um also just so much feedback about that so if you want to learn some new music you know kg always hips us to something new on the music front he definitely did two albums for me that i've now listened to since that episode so go ahead and run that one back if you are interested in some new music all right also 
as a thank you to everyone who had signed up at any point in 2021 for our Patreon gang, my gift to all of you as we move into the new year is that there was no charge for Patreon gang for January 2021. Details about our event for January will drop later. Of course, they'll always be in the portal. But that was my thank you for anyone who had supported Patreon in the month or in the year of 2021. You got 2022 free. We'll be back not 20, not the whole year, just January. You'll be back being billed on February 1st. And if you would like to join Patreon gang, you can do so um, at patreon.com backslash the boonie breakdown. We have a monthly event every um, year. I'm also trying to solicit, I think I'm going to run back that Valentine's Day spectacular we did last year with Brian, but I would like a different fella. So if you are interested, you're listening and you want to sign up to be the fella who vies for some dates, Hit up Booney. Send me an email at thebooneybreakdown at gmail.com. You can DM me on any platform besides Facebook. You can DM me on Twitter. You can DM me on Instagram. And let's we'll do some vetting and get a get us a bachelor for that show. Also, there's only one episode left in season 10. Season 11 will air on February 21st, 2022. We take our little season break, but we'll be back in February. Again, they're going to twos again. I, don't, I feel like, is that going to be all year since it's 2022? Is you just going to see twos everywhere? Okay. Um, but season 11 again, February 21st, 2022. And if you're new here, Brian got you listening for whatever reason, or you just found out about us. And this is the first episode you're listening to. I hope that you follow us on social media on Instagram and Facebook at the Booney Breakdown on Twitter, just at Booney Breakdown. You can share this episode in your group chat. You can send it to a friend. You can put it in your Insta story. I make really great audiograms and images. You don't even have to do much. Just hit the share button and put it wherever the fuck you want. You can retweet it. You can share it on Facebook. There's so many options. And when you do that, That is how we grow. That is how new people find out about us. And we appreciate it a long time. You can also use the hashtag, the Booney Breakdown, the hashtag pod N P O D I N. You can tag us. I respond to everything that I get. It might take me a minute, but I respond to every single tag as long as your page is open and not locked. So that is it for me. Let's get ready to break it down. All right, guys, this is the first episode of 2022. So the problematic fave is saving the day because the person I was going to record with has COVID and had to postpone. (laughs) How are you? Hello. 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 So glad to see you in so many different ways. Um, You look amazing. Look, I'm going to say this too. And I gave you a little shout out the last time, but I know you don't listen. Y'all problematic fave came through for your girl. The Rona got me. It got me. I knew, I know the exact moment I got the Rona. I posted it on my personal Instagram laughing and shit. The Rona is in here. LOL. It was, and it got, it got a bitch. And y'all yeah, fave brought me Mucinex and Gatorade and tissue. And he got my mail out the mailbox. Listen, man, I, this is what I, I mean, one thing people might be like, oh, he asshole. He doesn't see that. I take friendship seriously. So if I ever say somebody, my friend, I'm not going to be in a room and let people talk about you. I'm not going to be, you know, like, oh, you good. And not ask you if you really need anything. So I take all of that seriously. So having had COVID Thanksgiving weekend, I already knew what you were up against. So <laughs> when I seen it, you know, I was like, oh, okay, you know, shh, like I got to, I got to at least see if you need something. And then when you ask people, like, you really got to be real, willing to do this shit. A lot of people like, was they, hitting a me lot like, of people asked me what I need for COVID, but I also knew a lot of the motherfuckers was not going to get me what I needed. Yeah, people be like fake asking, like, yo, <laughs> if you need anything, I got you. And then when you be like, yo, I really need somebody to drop these sweatsuits off. They like <laughs> sitting in my car and I ain't touched them and they've been in my trunk for like three days. But if they don't get dropped off, like people not going to get that shit before, you know, a certain time. And it's Black Friday and they like, oh shit like yo i might be able to take them tomorrow 
So it's like, I know the feeling, but really, um, I'm just happy because it's like, you know, we know what, we know what COVID did. You know, I went on there and talked about it before losing a friend and, um, just actually having the feeling of what it felt like people can tell you all day. Oh, this strand is weak. And nah, if this is the weak shit. Nah. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> but people be saying that, like, have you had it? I just asked them, have you had it? No, but they saying it's weak. Like, Nah, bitch, and that was the thing. Your- That's the thing, though. It was like the first, the first tickle. I was like, "Well, maybe this is my sinuses." <laughs> and then that shit took me down on Monday afternoon. I took a nap, and I woke up from that nap, and I was like, "Nah, that's not right." <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I got it's the like, COVID. <laughs> you can't even you can't even describe it because everybody' body is different, and that's been my whole uh, stance with the vaccination. I don't care what anybody else do. I know what I'm going to do because I don't know what, how my body is going to fight. Like, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. And, you know, you got people now, they calling it the jab. People so <laughs> fucking annoyed. Like, they take one meme and circulate it all around. And that's what, you know, these anti-vaxxers and conservative people do. Like, they take it and run with it. And that's why so anti-vaxxers... I got to ask you this. Because you just said the jab. Would you fuck a hotel bitch? I don't really know. Sometimes, like, you don't really know until you know. You know what I mean? Like, you might not even really realize she ends up, you know, that whole thing until you don't even realize she got those ways until you get to a certain point. But if we, like, out and she want her, all that shit, like, I would just be completely turned off. Like, I don't have time for all of that shit. It's so funny people say that. Yeah. I'm such a Sagittarius because that shit is just so intriguing to me, whether I believe it or not. And yes, I have actively been fucking what most people would consider a hotep. <laughs> but it's just for me, it's just like, tell me more. Tell me more about this. But, and it's not that I believe everything. Sometimes I'll be like, well, shit, that's kind of plausible. But in some stuff, I'm like, this is just fucking outlandish. Like, my nigga, just shut up and fuck me. But the sex is hitting. So I'm a, I'm a debater. So it's hard for me to. I can see that about you. You're on the opposite now, end of a I debate too because I have a Virgo moon. So I go back and forth of discourse, but it's still, mm-hmm. to me, it's like foreplay. I don't know. It's really weird. Yeah, I don't mind a good, healthy conversation. It's just when somebody is like shaming what I did or like, why would you do that? Or like, I had people <laughs> inbox me like, why would you let them do- Like, get the fuck out of my inbox. Like, somebody hit me at one time and was like, I don't know what it was. It was something about the vaccine, but I ain't, gonna, I ain't even going to keep going into it. Just the whole point is, we're glad you're healthy. We're glad you're here. Likewise, friend. And it's a beautiful feeling to know that we're here. You know we what I mean? We made it to the other we, side. Yes. 2021 was a great year, and it's unfortunate we had to cap it off like this, but, you know, God is with us, and um, Come on, God, let's get ratchet. Us. Let's get ratchet. um so i gotta ask you this the one thing i am sad about because i know people be talking about kissing into the new year i'd much rather be fucking in the new year but i don't think i got no dick lined up and that kind of makes me sad yeah you know what i said to you when like i seen you like this nigga here you go i was like i was like guess we ain't gonna be sucking no dick for christmas and new year's (laughs) (laughs) you was doing bad i was like that motherfucking throat still a little sore. <laughs> Yo, that was the part. It's just so okay. Before we go, ratchet, it's just really weird how the COVID moved go, in your body. <laughs> in, in your body, like at first you felt fine. Then I felt like I was sitting in fucking Antarctica. I just had the chills. Then my throat yeah. and my chest felt like somebody was sitting on it. I was just like, what? And then I'm trying to play it cool because I, I know my mother was like, my parents were really freaked out. So I was trying right. to play it like, oh, it's not that bad. But one day in here, I was like, this is it, Lord. This is the end. <laughs> Yo, I was coughing. And when I coughed, and I felt like I had to do a lot with the fact that I smoke cigars so much. Mm. I was in that motherfucker like, I'm never smoking no more. Like, I'm quitting smoking. <laughs> I'm not smoking no more. And I've been smoking again and shit. But <laughs> the whole thing was, when I was coughing, the shit was coming from under my balls. Yeah, the no, that was cough- so deep. <laughs> 
That motherfucker was so deep. I felt like I was had a hernia. Like it was yeah. so rough that I was like, yo, I'm not smoking no more. Like, That's when I knew I said he empathizes with me because other people were laughing. I had shared the video clip of Britney Spears singing air quotes. And I'm like, this is what my throat and chest feel like. And everybody's like, ha ha ha. Brian's response was, what do you need, sis? <laughs> I'm like, right. I need some mucinex. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was real, man. Like people think yeah. it's a joke, and I and I know a couple people right now going through it, and it's just like you know, I feel I feel good knowing that like people are going through it and getting through it. It's just that I don't take it for granted, and everybody's like, "Oh, they'd be all right." Like, "Oh, you'd be all right." Like, I'm I feel like now I'm like my job is to coach people through it and shit. As soon as I see a positive pop up, on, yo, as soon as I see a positive t- t- pop up on my timeline, I'm coaching them. You know, ibuprofen. <laughs> Every eight hours, eight hundred milligrams. <laughs> like hot tea. Do you have lemon and honey there? Do you have lemon and honey? What do you need to go along? With? Didn't I get you some honey? But you real life, you did. You were like, "Do you I have lemon like, and honey?" I was like, "I got lemons." You like, "No, nah, I gotta get you some honey." <laughs> I get the honey, yo. You can't be Nancy Reagan, the throat goat, and you ain't coat that throat. <laughs> Can I talk about that? Is one of the more shocking things to come out of twenty twenty one for me. Yes. That Nancy Reagan had that throat. That was one of the yeah. funniest days on Twitter in recent times. Yeah, I was like, man, that makes sense, though. I mean, you know, it does. usually started off like you know, smart, and then you know, she made it. But she was in Hollywood, like, and that's the other part yeah. too. Like that's the other part. Yeah, that's- but all these pictures in hindsight and tweets, people pulling up like her and Mr. T and shit. I'm like, yo, that is just wild. That is wild to yeah. talk about. All right, we said goodbye to Insecure. I know you used to do your Insecure wrap-ups on Facebook. Were you happy with how things ended? No, I was not. Um, I felt like they wasted at least four or five episodes with Born As Nathan. Um, I feel like we wasted a lot of episodes on a lot of things, yes. Nathan is fucking god-awful. Like, he brings nothing. He brings nothing. Like, he couldn't even cut my hair. I don't care Damn. if he's a good barber. He couldn't even cut my hair because he's so fucking dry. Like, I wouldn't even want to go to his dry. barber shop. You know, the thing about Nathan, it was like... What did he do? What did he nothing. do? What really? He didn't even fuck Issa good. He didn't even fuck Issa good. <laughs> hey, East. Yeah, East. <laughs> yeah, East. And then, like, I would see people say he was fine, and I'm like, all I right. didn't think like, he was like fine, but I did like the tone of his voice. It was something about the tone of his voice I appreciated. But I will say what made me realize that he was really a toss away was the, to meet my opinion, the only good episode of the last season, episode nine, where him and Lawrence almost got into it, was, was when good. I was looking at their attire. Like everybody looked like something. But then that nigga had on some like fake ass dr- church pants, a weak button down shirt, and a t shirt. I was like, he looks terrible. Like he literally <laughs> looks terrible. <laughs> he always looked like he was like needing her to be the come up, and it was like displayed in the episodes where they were showing her glowing up, and the nigga was there for the ride. Like, yeah, this nice. East. <laughs> like it wasn't never like he had anything good going. It was like, I'm going to be right there with you, baby. And her thoughts <laughs> were clear that I'm about to blow up and this nigga don't have shit to offer. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. And they wasted so much time that they never really showed her and Lawrence really connect. Um, I thought this shit was kind of like borderline phony because Molly been such a hoe the entire five I was waiting seasons. on this. And now, like, she gets saved by a nigga at a law firm. I wanted to come on here because I wanted this to be a disclaimer to a lot of you. Listen, she's not walking through that door. So for some of y'all that's, like, waiting for, you know, this nigga at your job or the nigga who doing really well where y'all work at or some dude, he not coming through that door, baby. Don't let Molly make you feel like Don't all years do are that. Listen, here's the thing. I have two points. Okay. I got, I'm going to start on Lawrence first. 
Lawrence and Issa, I do think they missed the opportunity because we just didn't see they 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 had a lot of moving parts there. It's a child. <laughs> she wasn't really feeling it at first, but now she's willing to move forward with him, blah, blah, blah. But I honestly felt like if the tables were turned and Issa had the baby, yes, he would not, it would not have been a happy ending there. <laughs> That's nope. one. Nope. Can't be he with you. He wouldn't have came back. Can't be with you after you had a baby on me. Nope. It ain't even so, the same. Yeah, so it's like that wasn't happening. And Women I are was, more forgiving, though. Women are more forgiving. To our detriment. To your detriment, yes. But it happens. I, I had a situation like that where when I had my first daughter, the girl I dated maybe a year or two prior to that, you know, I cheated on her with my child's mother. At the time, we did not have a child, but I got caught cheating with her. So when I got ch- caught cheating with her, she wanted nothing to do with me. She happened to call me and say, I heard you were having a child with the same girl that you cheated on me with. <laughs> only thing was, I, so the only thing was me being who I am, I was able to flip it and bounce it. So I was like, oh, she's here. Let me send you a picture. Like, this is my daughter. Like, oh, wow, she's beautiful. I'm like, hey, if you're not doing anything later, let me take you out to dinner. And she's like, oh, I already had a dinner reservation. I'm going to McCormick and Schmick's tonight. And I was like, people still go there? And she was like, <laughs> did you have a better place in mind? And I was like, a better place in mind? I was like, have you been to Ocean Air Seafood Room? They just opened. Like, Ocean Air is nice. I- I've been to the one in D.C. And she just was like, I haven't even heard of that. And I was like, oh, well, I'd love to take you, but you said you already got reservations. Maybe another time. So she texted me and was like, my reservation's canceled. Um, you can take me out. So I'm like, cool. So, you know, I'll say, give her the address. I ain't say nothing. She pull up to, uh, to my house. I got the speakers on all through the house. She pull up. She she seen the glow up. Because the last time she seen me, we was fucking on my air mattress in Philly and I was 22. Now I'm 25. <laughs> now I'm 25. I'm in the four-story joint downtown. She come in the house and she was like, this is beautiful. Oh my God, I'm so proud of you. She done forgot all about that. I cheated on and everything. I take out $150 dinner, follow that up with bowling, roof Chris. Pay for our nails the next day. We got our nails done together that weekend. Got a little pedicure together. And I was like, I've grown. I really fucking have it. I thought I did. I was sincere. Like, I really thought I'd grown. Like, she's like, so what you up to? I'm like, oh, I got class in the morning. She's like, you in grad school? I was like, you know, I'm studying for the LSAT. I'm about to go, you know, go to law school. Bitch thought she made it. I cheated on again, long story short. And I ain't even really care. I ain't even really care. Because she held me down the whole time I was online. But at the end of the day, fuck her. She cool, but... Good Lord, no. Brian. All that to yeah. say, that would not have worked out the same for Issa if she had the baby. And it All that to say, women take niggas back. I had the baby with the girl she hated. She took me back. All to get hurt again. Oh, well. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. It happens. That's why I'm the problematic fave. You are the problematic fave. Okay, now Molly, though, like Molly deserved a happy ending. I was okay with Molly's ending. Really? Really? You really think Molly deserves any fucking thing because her mom died? That's why? Are are you going there with me? Molly had been... Molly didn't deserve shit. Molly had been in the trenches. She had sat on a lot of dick. She had done the work. She had dated. She had gone to therapy now. She did not do the work. She was in therapy, nigga. She fucked everything up with old Asian boy. She, But see, that was a blessing in disguise because it wasn't going to work no how with his family. Remember, the brother was on some fuck shit. I get that. I get that. Now, I do think Molly deserved her happy ending. She came back with a fucking boy haircut. And got a whole fucking happy end. That's bullshit. She did not deserve that shit. She did not deserve it. You really don't think she deserves First of all, happy? I, think you, I, I think she was fucking up fucking dude at the workplace. Basically, now, like, that was my, I wouldn't, boss, I wouldn't have found love because I don't, I don't fuck niggas at work. 
and, and now I'm talking I won't to do the that. listeners because I, I know you're smart enough to do that. It's a listener out there right now who's fucking her boss or project manager, and she hates her life because she fucked up. Or she did it and they don't fuck with each other no more. And work is awkward as fuck. And she's scared to go back in the office because she got to see this nigga. She loving Zoom right now. Oh, a bitch loving <laughs> Zoom because she ain't got to be back in that awkward ass space where she done fucked two or three of her coworkers. Fucking whore. But the whole point is Molly did too much all the fucking time. She did. She That's like, why I felt like we've seen her growth. Like she was a mess and a wreck. And she really was doing better with Lawyer Bay, with the guy from the job. She owned up to the shit. I was. He was such a square, though. He was a square. That's what happens. You got to run through all these fuck niggas and just end up with the corny nigga. Maybe that is the lesson. That might be the formula. Because I I, maybe I need to set up for a corny nigga now, too, because I'd be going after the look, I also said I wanted to try an ugly nigga, but I swear to God, if an ugly nigga broke my heart, I would be devastated. <laughs> <laughs> and that might be my problematic toxicness. But an ugly nigga broke my heart? Oh, I would never. Y'all would have to come, like, peel me out the bed. Yo, I, listen, I was talking so much shit on that last episode. People were mad at me. No, people were really getting a little tight with you, sir. I know, that's what I said. They were mad at me. Like, yeah. I, I really... I mean, Here's it was no. I think, and this is why I was trying to tell somebody who was debating me about what you said. I'm like, well, DM him. I didn't say the shit. Um, I think well, sometimes a lot of what you said stings because, and and this is not even just that episode, but like past episodes, is it stings because even though it may be fucked up, it sucks because it's the truth. And a lot of people think the way you think, especially women who are dealing with heterosexual men, a lot of men think the way you think. And so for women, I think sometimes it it sucks to hear some of the things you say because it's like shit. And this is what I'm dealing. This is what I'm dealing with. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that's all I'm trying to do. I'm, I'm not here to try to hurt you, baby. I'm here to try to give you a dose of reality. And I want you to understand that. You know, Brian made me get my shit together and be stronger. I don't want you to stay in that rut that you're in, still fucking that nigga and not getting nothing out of it. I want to empower you to do better. And what I'm doing is I'm giving you tough love. I'm not doing it to hurt you. Tough love. I'm not doing it to hurt you. I'm doing it to give you tough love to the point where you feel like, hey, you know, Brian loves me, and this is why he's doing that. Booney put us together for a reason so that Brian can help me get better. It's not, I'm not here to hurt you. And so, if y'all listen up closely, when I'm out here giving these lessons and giving out like real shit, we won't have the issues that we have in, tw- in 2022. We'll be better for it. And y'all will thank me because I'm actually like going to start giving more tips to help guys out and help them be better. Y'all just got to get the mail okay. listeners to come. Okay, what kind of tips are you like? What is a tip that you would tell a guy to make him better? I need to, I need to see what kind of path we're laying here. I mean, so first of all, I'm already going to leave with telling a guy like, yo, you got to just be. First of all, you got to just be honest about what your intentions are. If you don't want anything from somebody, just don't disturb their peace or let them know what it is, and then let them make a decision. But if you're really trying to be intentional. Like I can give them the playbook on how to be intentional and the right things to do to be able to make that woman theirs. You know what I mean? Like there's just certain things that you got to do and women got to realize that man got to like you more than you like him. Like that's the first thing. You put your finger up and you like suck your teeth. I'm waiting for you to say something. Cause I want to say, my grandmother, God rest her soul, used to always say, "All, all, all, all here say that, baby girl, all, you don't, you only marry a nigga who love you more than you love." Him. <laughs> and, and, but the reason why that that's important, I didn't understand that. Years ago, I thought that shit was silly, but it makes sense to me. It does because <laughs> it makes sense. One, because the man has to lead, right? So if the man has to take the lead, he's the one who allows you to be vulnerable. When that man is putting forward more effort, 
he allows you to open up and be a little bit more vulnerable because you can't be the one chasing a nigga. Like that don't, that's not how it go. Like you don't chase, you're going to get hurt every fucking time, putting more effort in. That man has to be the one to say, I'm planning a date and I want to take you out. I want to take you here. I want to be around you. I want to spend time with you. He's the one who's leading that charge. If you're leading that charge, you're failing already. He has to have that type of energy to for it to work. I will nod in agreement with that. And I hope nobody like sends me a nasty gram on that. But I do think you're right. When my, my because grandmother- it's. Like, my right grandmother's order. been dead like 10 years now. So when she said that to me, I was 25, 26. Didn't make sense then. <laughs> but now I'm like, oh, granny had a point. It, ma- is, it, it makes actually sense because worked out in her favor as well. It's the right order. And the whole thing is you will eventually catch up to where I'm at. And most likely your feelings are going to surpass mine. But in order for me to even allow, allow you to get to where I am, I got to show you that you can follow and open up because a lot of y'all been hurt so much or been through so much shit that you don't trust the nigga. So it's like you got to allow him to be intentional and show you certain things before you even start to give in. Like some so many women so quick to give in that they don't even allow a man to show them that they can lead and plan dates and do things the right way. And then they look up and be like, you don't do the shit. I never did the shit. You never even allowed me to do the shit. So it's like, if you want to know what he's made of, let him chase you a little bit. Let him like you more than you like him. And he'll show you. If he don't show you those things, he's not worthy. Okay, I'm That's not just simple. That. I mean, it's, it's, it's the proper order. Nowhere has it ever said a woman finds her husband. A man but finds his wife. It's so, but it's, it's, it's difficult to do that too. Right. But I get what you're, I get what you're saying in theory, but sometimes I feel like a lot of women, you feel like you're in competition with, with the stable, <laughs> the other stable mates. <laughs> well, well, see that that's the difference. The only way you're going to win is ultimately by a guy viewing you as being different. If he views so you, you as someone you in the stable, then it's just a wrap. If you're on the stable, chances are you're not getting out. The whole point is like, that's just where you're going to stay. But the whole point is there's a woman out there that's going to make that man say, I'm willing to give the whole stable up because of the way you carry yourself. The way you represent yourself gave me a challenge, makes me look at you and say, I want to be different. It's going to be like, she the one because she not over here just bowing down, giving me what I want. Ultimately, I told you the stable is because you're basically building a bear. You're taking parts to put everything together. Yeah, you're putting everything together because you don't really have that one thing. But if you see that those things in one person, you could pull out a whole nother side and pack, you know, put forth a best effort. But women got to also not be so quick and easy to jump as soon as they see a little bit of effort. Like you still got to keep things to a certain point where he it's like a little tug of war. Like you don't have to just completely be unavailable, but at the same time, you got to be like, thank you. I had a great time and have a good night. You can't just I was do trying it to scroll through my DMS because somebody has sent me a question about listening to your part and they got to the stable part and they were like asking, but now I can't find, I don't know who sent, I get too many DMS, but somebody pretty much essentially I was trying to read it verbatim. But this is what you were saying, and I hope they listen to this episode because they were trying to say, is there a possibility? Is there a way for them to get out the stable? And from what you're saying now, it's like, no, you're really not going to get out the stable. Yeah, Sorry. it's like you're there. You're, you, it's, so a man don't just be like, hey, I want to just date all of these women just because. A lot of times we date all these women because that's just what it is. Like I remember when I first went to therapy, and she was like, oh, therapy. you, she was like, you have all of these different women that you're seeing. And I feel like when I talk to you, you want to be married again. You want, and I was like, they're not here. They're not, they're not available. They're not out here. It's not the woman I'm looking for is not available. Like I'm, I'm picky. I have certain things that I want. And that's when we started getting into the negotiables, the non-negotiables and all of that stuff. And we built up like a profile to where it was like, this is what I'm looking for, right? And 
a man doesn't just say like, I got all of these women. It's like having two quarterbacks. If you got two quarterbacks, you don't have one. <laughs> you can't have like, you know, all these people running the offense. So a lot of times you just got all these moving parts because nobody really stands out as being the one. When you meet the one, you'll do anything to be with the one. But women have to know how to present themselves to be the one and not just be so loose to be like, hey, it is what it is. But like, what come is back loose, and- really? Like it's just it's it's a it, it's a way it's not the, the amount of time you wait to have sex with a guy. It's just it's just sometimes like you can be just a little bit too over eager. Like sometimes you just have to let things matriculate and you might be a little horny and you want to do all of that in the beginning. But sometimes you got to slow down like you got to you got to make a man feel like I, I remember a caller once said not a caller, a listener sent in an email and was like, every time I get with a guy and I'm super nasty. They don't really want to fuck with me. Y'all don't really want women that's nasty. And I was told her, it's because you're the one who's like leading the charge with some of the shit that you're doing. Like, bust in my face. Put it in my ass. Like, whoa, let me make me feel like like <laughs> I'm the one who's gotten this shit. Like, damn, I just want to come all over your face. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe next time. Like, don't just be like, yeah, splash me. <laughs> but, you know, like, but I'm into it. Not on my face, nigga, shit. But I get I get the perception that you're so because because men my perception is the fact that men we're very weak we are very weak so we need to feel out no a lot of y'all are much stronger (laughs) than us because that's why a woman can take a nigga back after having a baby because y'all are a lot stronger than us y'all can handle shit we can't handle the whole point is as men we we hear you say like oh my god take it I'll put it in my ass the fuck like we do we with it but the whole ride home like that shit just popped right in it's like it wasn't even no like, like nobody oh, has taking dick like that unless they really like, taking dick like that in the ass okay right like oh she a freak freak and so in the back of your mind you're like yeah he loved me and he want to keep coming over here he want to keep fucking you but he don't know if he can look at you to be his wife because he worried about all the other shit in the back of his mind but what that's is that how to men worry are. about? What if it was just her first time and she got caught up in the spirit with you, but you have processed this as this is not her first time she a pro? That's the whole point. Like, I'm not saying that you got to lie, but just let it ease into that. Don't just jump right into giving them everything. It just is what it is. Y'all, you got to baby motive. step the freak. I'm I'm a man and I'm around men. I'm just asking you. You're saying women have to baby step the freak. Yes, the difference between women and men, and men, we might not get a second chance. We might go all out and do everything that first time. We might be eating pussy, looking ass, doing everything. Like, shit, I had to go ahead and show out for this one because we want that call back. Y'all could ease your way into, like, giving head or all of a sudden, like, getting to a certain point where you're nasty because you could just play it like, you make me feel so comfortable I, I, I'm ready to do whatever for you. You don't want to just bust out the first date. Like, <laughs> you know, like you were listening to Meg Stallion the whole way over there. That's fucking you up. You can't go in like. Then that's so funny because I was just sitting here trying to roll back like recent encounters. Was it? How did that play out? I don't know. It really depends for me. Some people don't get to see that side of Booney. Some people right. just, it just be pulled out real quick. and But it sounds like your listeners want more information around getting chose. It's different if they just want to be hoes or get chose. They got to decide which one they want. it's a fine line between the two. Right. It is a fine line. But you can get chose and be his hoe. And it's a way you go about doing it. Like, a nigga just want to feel like he the man at the end of the day. That's why I say men egos are fragile. So it's like. And stroking his ego, you don't want to just be like, oh, yeah, I did all of that shit before. Question. <laughs> Would you prefer a woman compliment you by saying, hey, Mr. Big Dick or hey, Mr. Good Dick? Or you don't care? I, I had this conversation the other day because I was just saying, like, there are some people who don't have big dicks. And so when I'm being... In compliment mode, I can never be like, oh, daddy, give me that big dick because it's not big and I don't want to lie. 
So I'll be like, <laughs> give me that good dick. Cause I just, I'm really have progressed past. It don't really, it, it don't really matter. And I would say as a man who is 42. So at 42 years old, right? This is how I look at it. Like, I don't give a fuck. You go ahead and fuck somebody who dick might be bigger than mine, might be a certain way. I don't care about none of that shit. Long as I'm doing my job, holding shit down. It's 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 like, you know, that's just the whole thing. Like it's a whole thing. Like women, it's not just about how good your pussy is and what your pussy is. It's the other stuff you bring to the table to go along with it. So, like, yeah, it's a whole package. So don't just think like your your pussy and how much you're gonna be a slut is gonna make him wanna choose you. There's so many other different variants, variables that go into that. That's why you keep rolling your eyes and I'm just because all right. It de- the all right, that's why listen, listen, listen the reason I why would... go ahead. The, the, re- the reason why in 2022, y'all still gonna be beefing with me in the DM or y'all still gonna be bad at Brian <laughs> is because your fearless leader is not listening. I'm listening to you. I just roll my eyes because it's just it is just so funny all of the mixed messages that women receive. That's it. And so I get what you're saying. Like you're saying, I'm trying to demystify all this bullshit and tell y'all slow walk the freak. That's all you were saying. I got you. That's all you gotta do. Just just gradually bring it out. Like just gradually bring it out. Don't just you can't just right, be I like, gotta I'm get a new pop- nigga to try again. <laughs> Can't just, I mean, if you want to get chose, that's what it is. It's just a slow walk. Like, yeah, he wants you to be a freak. Yeah, he wants you to be in a certain shit. But he don't want you to jump out there and showcase all your skills in one one meeting. And he like, damn. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's just too much at one time. See me, I think so different. I'm like, show him what you got. Yeah, Let's but see. that's it. Depends on what the goal is. But I'm also out here really not looking at, like, I kind of want to be chose, but I kind of don't want to be chose. So don't be listening to me. If y'all really want to be chose, (laughs) then listen to the nigga. But the women on the Zoom the last time. Yeah, the women on the Zoom. But some some women really do want to be, they want to lock this shit down. Yeah, they do. And I feel like your approach is everything. And you want to be yourself, but you still have to have some self control in everything that you do. Come I mean, yeah, control. I want to, yeah, I mean, I, I want to, I want to tell a chick on the first date, like, damn, I'm sitting over here looking across from you. I want to do this to you. And she might be turned off. Like, damn, nigga, like, is that all you want is to fuck me? I want to show her that there might be more to her than that. Okay. Here's another situation. So I had already hit KG about this. I was bored while I was in the house, like battling COVID for my life. And I was on the bumbles. And so I'm swiping. I start talking to this guy. <laughs> Why you got COVID? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna meet up with nobody, but I was just bored. Like, let me just see. Let's throw the throw the reel in and see what comes out. So he immediately is like, we he answers whatever question I had asked, and then he immediately goes, by the way, we would look good together. And I was like, all right, I'll play along. Think so? Question mark. Yeah, I'm gonna keep all the rest of my comments to myself. So I was just like, no. okay, <laughs> change like let's pivot this way. I asked him bullshit, like, where are you from? All the shit he answers. And then he said he circles back. Oh, they those were X-rated thoughts, by the way. Uh-huh. Thumbs up, got it. Okay, I divert this way, like, oh, how, you know, some bullshit question. He answers and he answers something sexual again. And so I was like, so are you just looking for bitches to fuck? Let me, let me just ask straight out. And he's like, nah, I'm looking for someone to build and grow with. Who's also a freaking nasty. Who's this, 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 and this, but who can get down. And he says this, this, and this. And then he ends with something sexual again. And I was like, got it. So the sexual part is very important to you. And he was like, yeah, but I really want to build and grow intimacy too all right i'm bored here's my phone number we exchanged numbers the conversation at first was cool like he wasn't doing none of that creep sex shit i said okay then we talk on the phone i ain't got number time we talk on the phone he was cool then all of a sudden shit went so far left that i was just like homeboy 
So I'm like, okay, it's 11:30 at night now. Good night. Like I just don't want to talk to you no more. Good night. He's like, okay, night. Think of me. And I just sent like the smile face emoji because I'm like, I don't know what, what do I say to that? Like, nigga, I don't know you. Like, so then he goes, by the way, I'm stroking him. Kiss face emoji. Okay, I just hit the thumbs up. <laughs> He's like, here, comes, here comes the dick pic. So he go. I took a naughty picture, but I'm not gonna send it though. I said, okay, thank you. Have a good night. He was like, well, you could take a picture and send it to me too. No, I'm not, I'm not going to do that, but you have a good night. And he said something like, I'm stroking my dick so hard. Like, give me something to finish. And I was like, I'm sure this is not your first time masturbating. Like, you know, good night. Like, nigga, good night. So Kenny, I'm telling Kenny this story. And Kenny was like, how old is this nigga? Like, this is some creep shit. So then Kenny was like, well, maybe he recognized, maybe he like follows the podcast or he recognized your face and he thinks like, this is really what you went to. And I'm like, Kenny, maybe, maybe, you're, maybe he does. But <laughs> I asked this nigga verbatim, was all you interested in fucking? And he said, no. Mm-hmm. But every right. fucking time you opened your fucking mouth, I'm, we ended up on your dick or me naked or something. like nigga, nigga. Right. Yeah. So this so, I'm just also saying this is what women are battling with too. But the part that I'm trying to get y'all to understand is um early on when you feel in that type of energy, you want to what I'm trying to get y'all to understand is early on when you feel in that type of energy. Cut it right there. You clearly were bored and had nothing better. To yeah, say. I mean, now I, we're done, done. Yeah. So, like, but, I, I just oh, fell so it, followed up, about, though. Yeah, so what we talked about on the last episode with Sheikah and Friends, the whole thing was, uh, what was the word they was using? Like, what was the word they was like? We were arguing over a fuckboy. He's a fuckboy, right? That's a classic definition of a fuckboy. Keep talking about fucking, and then he tried to throw the intimacy shit in there to get somebody caught up, like, Oh, he wants a relationship. He wants intimacy. And he don't, and I'm not going to be a hoe too. So like with some chick who would do that might be lonely, it starts sending the pictures. His get caught up. Oh, he got a big dick. Oh, I'm a fuck him. Oh, now we just fucking, we went out a couple of times. It's not going anywhere. The nigga was on Bumble doing this to every bitch he talked to that every night. Every single you, woman. Right. So now you caught up in the bullshit. And women be like, oh, ain't nobody that stupid. There's one of y'all out there. It's somebody is because he was somebody so... right now. Like what the pastor say, somebody right now under the tone of my voice is, <laughs> is going through something deeply affected by this situation. The whole point, the point is, is that shit has that to work because he kept it doing have, it. That's my whole point. It don't have to be that extreme. Like, has this shit worked for in the past? Like. Not even on some, like, I want some intimacy and shit like that. But I know plenty of women who have gotten on the phone with you after one or two conversations and you like, yo, like, it's crazy. Like, I was just looking at that picture on you and your page. It's my favorite picture. Well, what you like about it? Like, the way you like, <laughs> pencil skirt fitting you and your hips are showing. Like, damn, like, I'm sitting in this bed. Like, I don't even need to start having these thoughts. Well, what you thinking about? Then the next thing you know, news coming, flying in, boom, boom, boom. Then y'all fucking and it's like, well, what are we? What you mean? We motherfuckers <laughs> who met on Instagram. You sent me a bunch of news. We had sex. And that's what we are. That's why I'm saying slow walk the freak. You get what I'm saying? Like, let the I nigga show. Thing. Right. So my whole point is l- meet, meet somebody who want to show real interest. Like who's leading with, let me take you out. Let me get to know you. It could be a small date. But as he starts to gradually get to know you, you get to know enough of him before you get in a position where you've already allowed sex to cloud your mind and your judgment. Because we all know, like, once sex comes into play, yes, the representatives and everything will go out the window, but you also may not be thinking clear. Like, yeah. it can fuck your whole shit up. Like, now you liking him a little bit more because of the way he fucks you, but you haven't even allowed him to establish who he really is and what his intentions are. If he just want to fuck... Fuck. But if you looking to be chose, you might have to just be like, look, this just not gonna it's work. Not it. and yeah, and it could be you wasted three dates in a month talking to him, 
I mean, is that wasting or is that just like trial and error? So like, like somebody growing up. Yeah. But like this guy right here, I do think there are a lot of niggas out there like that particular guy who I'm just going to keep throwing the Like, I'm just going to wear you down with my dick. And eventually somebody's going to take the bait. It was not me. But I did tell him this, too, because it would not be me if it was not like I really want y'all know. Start telling these niggas this shit. Right. Because I said to him, I said, your sex must be hitting. And he said, huh? Like he was taken back on the phone when I said that shit. He's like, huh? I said, because nigga, you keep leading with this shit. So if I fucked you, that shit better be hitting. And then, and then he was like, crickets a little bit. Okay, this nigga can't fuck. Because no nigga can fuck who's doing all this. Like, I just don't believe, like, you're doing all this to get a fucking picture, my nigga. You can't fuck. So, yeah, I mean, first of all, you on Bumble. <laughs> first of all, you on Bumble doing it. And we clearly talked about that before that. If you got certain shit going for you, like, you got a plethora of pussy. So you don't even have the time to go on Bumble and do that. Like, you already got. <laughs> You know, you get in a face-to-face interaction. <laughs> you, you know, you come in with the personality. The pussy is at at a at a surplus. Like you don't have to do all of that. But it's like when niggas be you going to these corny sites, allowing corny niggas to live. Like you're giving too much. So I don't know, man. I I'm gonna keep working on on the girls. Y'all keep listening. Well, can you talk um, to your fellas too? Like. I yeah, feel I'm like there to needs to. I saw like you started this out. You said you were going to work with the men. I do feel like there needs to be some accountability like the, on their part as well. The gems were there for them to understand. Like you want something, you got to go get it. You got to lead, and you got to be not afraid to like put yourself out there. She's not going to be vulnerable until you make yourself vulnerable. You know, like if you if you're a guy and you really want a chick, like you're gonna have to go outside yourself to also like get her. Like you can't say you really want something. And then you just match your energy. Like that whole match your energy shit is like for kids. Like if she, if she, if she nonchalant, then you're going to be nonchalant. Y'all not going to get anywhere because if she's been hurt, she's not going to be willing to open herself up until you give her a certain level of comfort or security to say, I really like you and I'm intentional about trying to be with you. So she's going to play it cool. Like, all right, cool. We go out, we go out. Cool. I've been down this road before. So if you really want her, you have to go get her. Come on, effort, effort and consistency. Take, you gotta take that shit, and that's the that's the thing that fuck a lot of dudes up is just being consistent. Consistency you know? is where that is usually where the ball drops with me, and I'm the type like because I know Kenny, he was not trying to put my business out there, but he was talking about me when he was saying because I'm sometimes that where I play because I really don't know if I really want a relationship sometimes, so I play that lazy fair like. Are we just kicking it? Are we just fucking it? Because it works for me. Like, sometimes I don't want to be bothered. But I do want a nigga, a consistent nigga to fuck. So we going to ride out and do all that bullshit. But I've only had it one time where I've tried to flip it. Where I'm like, shit, fuck. Now I like him. Like, (laughs) how you play that, right? And so outside of those moments, I really am. I I say I do check-ins. We stay on the same page. Because I never want to be the bitch. Who is trying to convert a nigga? Yeah, and that's cool. Not doing I mean, that. I feel like I feel like you should be able to communicate and be like, "Hey, like, so you know, when I first it. met you." Yeah, but I mean, it's like if it's a possibility something more could happen. Yeah, you could come out and be like, mm-hmm. you know, at first when I met you, like, I really didn't think that I wanted anything, but it's something about you that like I might keep you around for a little bit, like. I've, you know, oh my see God, how am I toxic? I have said that verbatim. <laughs> that's, what that's what I'm saying. Like, then it's like you see how they respond. Like, you know, a motherfucker really, eh, you know, they might get quiet. But then it's like, if he really like you, you gonna be like, you know, it's kind of crazy. I was just sitting here thinking, like, you know, I like you too. I like being in your space, or you know, I, I'm feeling your energy, or whatever. Whatever. We we grown. Like, if you can't communicate. Like the shit is never going to work anyway. So everything is just about communication, what you want, what your expectations, how you want to be treated. You know, you set the standard for how you're going to be treated from that very first date. My 16 year old daughter, you know, I'm out with her the other day and I take her and her, you know, her little friend out. And I'm like, you know, as I'm out with them, she's walking ahead. And I'm like, he can't open the door for you if you're walking ahead of him. You know, like, don't be so fast to like run and open the door. And then when you don't get your doors open, you mad and you like, Oh, you don't even open doors. You you never, you never made that requirement. 
And then the whole thing is from day one, if you stand there long enough, he going to realize he need to come open your door. But if you jump in the car every time, he ain't never going to open your door. So what you start with is how it's going to continue. And I told my daughter, she was like, well, what if, what if I'm standing at the door and he get in and don't open my door and he just pull off? I said, then you just call a lift or you call your father and be like, dad, I need some money. And you go home oh, and you put the nigga, you block him. But these are things that grown women don't do because they so quickly be like, well, I want to put pressure on the dude or whatever, or, de- or they don't even demand it. Well, that's the so charge like- for 2022. Fucking demand this shit, bitches. Cause that's the thing. None of this shit is really going to change until the women turn the tide. Right, like that's this, that's my whole yo. That's the whole point. You cleaned up two episodes right there. The whole <laughs> point I've been trying to make is y'all had the Trump fucking card, and until you fucking hold on to your Trump card and stop fucking playing your shit too early, we're going to continue to do what we want. Yeah, so the like, fuck boys going to be fuck boys. Niggas not going to treat you. You the only person who going to make a nigga raise his standard of level with you. Yeah, like. I want you to be a hoe. Slow walk the freak. Hold the Trump card. Like, but don't just jump out there like allowing anything. And then now you're mad when you get nothing. So you have to like, first of all, you got to make that nigga think you too good for him because a nigga only going to work harder when he feel like he playing up. If you play oh, a minute now, come on with the sauce. Yeah. He only going to work harder when he feel like he upgrading. He working up a level. Y'all got the houses, y'all got the cars, the jobs, <laughs> the titles and everything. And y'all be letting niggas with nothing straight. Oh, then like... listen. <laughs> not you. Not, not oh, right here. <laughs> yeah. But, but I'm saying... But this is true. Really, yeah, I, I said earlier, an ugly nigga would make me cry. A broke nigga too? Letting a broke nigga disrespect me? Mm-mm. But some of these women are so fucking desperate. They taking on whatever. And then they like coming back, getting mad at like, no, you allowed it. Like, and I ain't talking job titles or money he got. It's just a level of respect he come at you with. So when he coming at you with, oh, you know, leading with sex and saying certain stuff, just cut like, nigga, this not even going to work. Like, like, and I will say just because again, because I was bored, I followed up with that nigga. And it had been days at this point. And I was like. Yo, I just wanted to point out that because I didn't send you a picture, I never heard from you again. So you really proved my point. And he was like, nah, it's not even like that. And I was like, no, it really is because I would not send you a nude. You never hit me up again. Well, that was days ago. And then he goes, well, compromise. And I said, what does that mean? And then he goes on some fuck shit like, <laughs> what did he say? Some, he said some shit like, did I ever pique your interest? I said, at some point, I swipe right or whatever on you. And he's like, well, then treat me special. I said, well, am I going to be treated special? He was like, yeah, if you send a picture. I said, nigga, goodbye. That's crazy. And then that was yes. it. And, okay, now we're blocking. But I'm just like, you're so <laughs> hell-bent on this. So I like what so we like said. Slow walk the free ladies. Like, start turning these tides and demanding what the fuck you want and better respect. The, the, and the shift only, could and happen. Yeah, and that's only like if you want to be chose. Like you're not gonna yeah, get you, chose doing sh- doing shit the way that you've been doing it. You know, basically trying to like, you know, hold my stay your way right right into a nigga house. Like, you know, <laughs> some of y'all are the ones. Like I said, y'all the ones with the houses. Y'all the ones who got that shit. And a nigga meet y'all and all excited and be like, oh, that was easy. And now it's nothing left for him to aspire to gain. Like he has to have a feeling like I got to put this work in. Like. Damn, like, what cologne I'm going to put on tonight? Like, oh, man, like, where am I going to take her? Like, let me call Brian and see if he could give me some spots off the list. Yes, I have a list. I have a list of... <laughs> I have a you list gonna of the best... You going to share your list? Because you be tight-lipped on your Fuck list, yo. No. no, because I don't want to see none of them motherfuckers there. The whole point <laughs> is, like, when I do decide to date, I have a list of places that I feel like are fairly exclusive that chicks have not been with another dude. Like, I don't want to... I want to make memories with you that you haven't had with nobody else. Even if we're not going to be together, I still want you to feel like you, you learned something and you walked away learning some shit. Like, Oh oh, yeah. Like, yo, you take a chick somewhere. She never been in the city and places. She never been like, she feel like she's somewhere completely different. And then she got a whole different experience with you. I mean, you, you, you going to get the drawers GTD that night, Come on, but it just, it's just the whole (laughs) point. Like, 
niggas be niggas be getting away by like taking you to Windsor Inn and shit like that. Like, come on, like grow the fuck up. Like, not, make the nigga not, step his game up. Not the Windsor though. Well, look, yeah, I think Windsor. this is a good charge to start twenty twenty two with. Thank you, thank you. I think it is too because I want to see. I think so too. I want to see the Booney Breakdown listeners doing better. Um, the only way this podcast is going to grow is if y'all grow. <laughs> Look, don't grow too much. <laughs> no, right. grow. Growth is no, good, like, though. Grow. So when they grow, they can get their boyfriends to listen. And then I yeah. give them more tips. And now we got a whole new set of listeners. And, look, we you know, look. We, we need this too. We need also everybody just go hit in the streets and catch the Rona. At this point, the numbers are out of control right now. At least in Maryland, I think we're at like over twenty percent positivity rate now. Um, I got a happy hour today. <laughs> wear your mask. <laughs> wear your mask. Wear your mask. Yo, that should never not be funny. I had my mask. I had my mask on last week, and I was like, "It's funny because it's like." I really don't even want to do the shit, but I'm just like, I'm doing it because like I was really helping somebody out and I'm like, it's my man. Like, it's cool, but everybody don't view COVID the same way. And you just sit there, you sit back and I still got people hitting me like, yo, we at the spot tonight. And I'm just like, yeah. And I, I, I just don't want to, <laughs> I know I'm good right now. Cause I just had it. Like my antibody count is on a thousand. Yeah. But the whole point is, I don't want to be responsible for nobody catching COVID. Which like, is why be... I have not done anything live yet in person. But I will say yeah, this. Yeah, that's right. That's good. That I want, I'm ready. Hopefully 2022, will the numbers will go off the charts the month of January. Hopefully by April, we can start planning something. Because I do, it's been like, at this point, it'll be three years since we did a live show. It's 2019. So, mm-hmm. I'm ready to fucking do it again. I probably will just start off in Baltimore. Definitely want to do New York. And I do want to do Houston or Dallas. So um Yeah. Those are, that's I my mean, plan I'm, for this year. Yeah, I'm with it. I mean, I feel like we gotta just get over this hump. Like we gotta yeah, get over I just this feel like this is about to knock everybody on their ass for a little bit. I think by President's Day weekend, everybody should have had it or have antibodies and we should be good. So President's Day weekend, not Valentine's Day weekend. Is aren't those usually the same weekend? Nah, it's like a couple of days after. So we don't have to celebrate Valentine's Day this year, fellas. Booney said we're not gonna <laughs> Don't put that on me. <laughs> oh, they're they're not the same weekend this year. We're gonna get the same questions again this year. Okay, for Valentine's <laughs> Y'all treat Day, us we- different. Like we will answer some different ones. Yo, but- I'm telling you, though, like right now. I'm going to help you out. I say it every year. The idea around Valentine's Day always leads back to how was your Thanksgiving and your Christmas? Did you see him? Did he see you? Did he invite you somewhere? Did y'all spend time (laughs) together? Like, now you can get away with doing Christmas with just you and her because it's COVID. You know what I mean? Like, you ain't got to go meet the family and all of that, but like, did y'all share a holiday? Some of y'all be doing too much. Like, just... Just like, just look at the signs are right in front of you. Baby, the signs are right there. Look, he said the signs are right there, y'all. President's Day and Valentine's Day weekend are not the same weekend this year. So uh, (laughs) Valentine's Day is actually on a Monday this year as I'm looking it up. So we also have to plan. I know we were going to do something different, but I got to do another Valentine's Day special. I'm trying to get another lucky fella to be in the hot seat like you were last year. Oh, my God. I asked one person, they were like, let me see how the holidays play out. I said, that's fine. And we should be able to go from there. So I forgot all about that. The shit you do for the podcast. I love you so much. The fucking lashes. Oh my God. Oh my God. Good, good, goodbye. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we close out this episode, we have a Boonies confessional. This one came in and was titled Painting by Numbers. (laughs) Very short, very sweet to the point. My college boyfriend broke up with me because I painted his dick during anal. 
Earlier that night, he fed me rice with corned beef. My body had no choice but to give him a paint job. Took me a while to get over him. (laughs) That is this week's confession. (laughs) I guess the lesson that we've learned here is don't eat rice and corned beef before you have anal sex, ladies and gentlemen. All right. <laughs> this one, I, it came through and I was like, this is fucking hilarious. But you live and learn. You're, she was in college. He was in college. They didn't know no better. And there you go. He had a shitty dick on the pullout. All right. <laughs> I want to thank our homie, Brian, our problematic babe for coming through as always. Told you, ratchet, hilarious, good laughs. Also, be sure to support our sponsor, Dame Products. You can use the code Boonie10. The link is in the show notes on the booniebreakdown.com. Or you can just go to their website, dameproducts.com, and you can use that Boonie10. The support of our sponsors goes a long way here on the show. All right. And if you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to listen and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube, or any apps that you listen to your favorites on. Don't forget to leave those reviews too. You might just hear your review on the next episode. Follow us on all social media. Share the episode with those you love, those you don't love, those you fucking hate. I don't make these pretty images for nothing, okay? Have a dope ass week. Stay healthy, safe, and sane. The Rona is out here in these streets, y'all. Stay healthy, safe, and sane. Thank you for listening. And remember, the ratchet in me always honors the ratchet in you. Homaste. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs>